Blog Talk Radio. Here it is! Exclusive music! R. Kelly! Jay-Z! What? And the boys are Kel! Natty Nat exclusive, baby! Please believe it! It can't fade it! Shot down! To all the beautiful ladies in the world! Dedicated to TC, my niece! Everybody in the world! Talk to him, Kel! That's right! This is mean and vicious, man. So mean and vicious. Rockland, Rockefeller, the best of both worlds. Come on. Lord, forgive me, I'm bowling out of control. Got the spirit of a hustler pouring out of my soul. Mommy, I love you, but ain't no stopping my troll. If you want to be down with me, you got to roll. Like a roll, and if a side of the bag is cold, you got to know that I'm out chasing dough. I ain't stuntin' these words, stuntin' my growth. If a fuck up, am I fleeing them? I need something to hold. Then I'm home to you. I might roam like a cellular phone, but I never leave you alone. I solemnly swear I was married to the block before I met you. It's still a part of me there, but I solemnly swear I tried butters in my blood pumping yay since I was yay high. I'm in love with the lie, so accept me for the bastard that I am. You're still in love with me, right? Baby, I can't figure it out. Yo. Did Yeah. 
that thing is off the chain. You want to hear it again? May just drop it again. Keep it locked, babe. Daddy down for show. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to Youth in Action. You have me, Queen of Love, on the line with you right now. And let me get my panel on board. We got Mr. 200 in the building. How are you? Fine. That's good. And we also have the little guy, Mr. Coyote, with us. How are you What's going on, everybody? This is John Hall, a.k.a. Beast King Coyote. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. Glad you guys are here tonight. So, how are you yeah, doing I'm right here. so far? Ah, man, the sun was beaming in my face, and I was screaming and running and came in here and found out that, hey, I'm right here in the studio. This is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And how about you, Mr. 200? How are you enjoying the weekend? I've been doing good. Are you doing anything exciting? I don't remember. I had a, I just had an art show a couple on Friday. An art show? So you you you're an artist? You draw? Yep. Okay. So what happened at the show? They first they fed us, and then we we um we presented our exhibits and stuff, and then we. And then one of my friend, my friends and family came and saw, saw what I was doing and saw it. Well, that's what's up. What kind of stuff do you be drawing? Well, I draw anime and like still lives and sometimes I do photography and computer design. Hmm. Okay. You you planning on furthering your you you planning on furthering your career and making it like in the big time world with that? Because you can do a lot with just what you just said. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try. Like, I'm gonna try on top of the stuff that I already can do on top of basketball and music. Okay, it's cool. We also got Miss Panther here. I don't know if she wants to join us, but I want her to at least say hi because I see her. Oh, no, I will definitely join you guys. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, because I was getting ready to say she better get about my hole. I'm the only person supposed to be hiding around here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I like your hole. It's nice and comfy. Got a <laughs> Don't be telling everybody. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> I'll be relaxed. <laughs> like, yes. I'm going to have to kick him out of it and take over. Expand hey, it. Hey, wait you a minute. Do you see down there? A stain, you know what I mean? He's living big <laughs> down in that hole. 
200, you got my back, right? You got my back, right? I know you yep. do, right? That's what's up. <laughs> SafeCoyote.com. Remember that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you need somebody to save you. He well. sure do. Mm-hmm. He sure do. So um, thank you, everybody, who's tuned in with us tonight. We're going to get into our topic in just a minute. Um, our shows for the week, uh, we, Tuesday, actually this Tuesday on our ACR Live, we're going to have a dedication service for Mr. Charles Beast King. So we're going we're gonna to have some fun on that show as always. But we're going to give him a little honor on that show. So that's 8 p.m. Eastern Tuesday. Wednesday, this Wednesday, we have Scuddy Radio at 7 p.m. with 300 and his crew and Miss Panther. You know, I, I got to let you tell about your own show. My show is on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Beast Queen Sanctuary of the Man. And basically, it's an open mic as well, just like um, HDR Live. And um, I welcome all poets, rap artists, singers, musicians. Come through and blaze the mic Um, I'm kind of Looking for new talent to come Through but all talent is welcome And that's about it Alright And um, The other show we have is the following Wednesday we have the flavor With me at 300 and that will be the Following Thursday after this week So We're going to take A quick quick break and we're going to get right into our topic, so y'all just Excuse me. ready. Yeah. Excuse me. I got my hands raised. Um, I don't yeah. remember hearing anything about a CD. I don't remember hearing nothing, not one thing. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our CD, Tigers Unleashed, is available on Bandcamp. I'm going to get you. Yes, it's available on Bandcamp. It's a spoken word and poetry CD. So get your copy. Ooh, you're going to be in trouble with yes, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm, it must have slipped my mind, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you. See, that's why I ain't got you see how... yet. That's too much pressure. <laughs> 200, you see how I said what I said and just dipped back into my hole? Dip and move, hit and run. I know when to dip. I'm gone. <laughs> All right, guys, hold on tight. We'll be right back in a few minutes. What would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You've got my head spinning. No kidding, I can't pin you down What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride And I'm so dizzy, don't know what hit me But I'll be alright My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine 
So how about you yourself? Are you comfortable with your body image? Are you trying to, like, buff up and look like an athlete or anything like that? No, I'm trying to, like, there's, like, certain goals I want to hit with my with my um, weight or, like, I'm just, like, a certain goal I'm trying to get so I can at least, so I can make the big leagues of whatever I can possibly get into. Hmm. Okay. All right. Mr. Coyote. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> yes. When you grow how does it feel being 852 pounds? No. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. That's the right question. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard being the way that I am. Not too many people of our kind is out here. You know what I'm saying? So I try to keep that image all perfected and everything. As far wise as as far as the media, when it comes to the media, everybody wants, to, well, there's a lot of people out here that see something and want to act a certain way. But in my head, I'm going, you should be yourself. You should make you, you should make your own progress, your own world, your own stepping stone. That's the way I feel. Wait, but um, 200, when did you say your birthday was? Yeah, I didn't. I did hear that, guys. <laughs> When did you say your birthday? May 30th. Yeah, May 31st over here. Let me get that out. <laughs> oh, boy. Social media. <laughs> social media. Social media can, can play a big part in a lot of people's lives. And um, as they grow up in in their lives, they they change. The older you get, the more you grow. So some as far as the youth, they you got to start somewhere. Okay, well, Mr. Cardi, I'm going to ask you another question. So when you were growing up and you were around probably Mr. 200's age, did you have any, um, like, self-esteem issues? Were you worried about your body image at that age, like some teens are today? At that age, what was I worried about? I was more, I was more on peer pressure than I was on my looks. Because as, as when I was as it as my looks, I liked it the fact of I stood out just being myself. I didn't care about dressing or acting like everybody else. But as far as it's peer pressure, I was more involved on who am I hanging around with and the type of environment that I was in. Hmm. Okay. Let me move to Miss Panther real quick. So what do you think about this subject, Miss Panther? Mm. My mouth is full. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had to call somebody. You all right? 
<laughs> I'm saying I'm sorry. You always catch me. <laughs> when I'm trying to buy something, I swear it never fails. Get off of me. <laughs> I was just trying to answer her question. <laughs> well, um, well, I had five children, so I have been through trials and tribulations with my girls. Well, not well, my oldest daughter. She, you know, she gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, lost weight. And she was like, um, trying to basically like starve herself because she wanted to be as thin as everybody else was. And then I have a daughter that's really thin and she wants to be bigger. So it's like she would like overeat to try to gain weight to so people wouldn't tease her about being slim. So I kinda of been in both of the both on both sides of the fence when it comes to um image. Wow. When it and comes to image, was... doesn't matter. When it comes to image, doesn't me matter me about your age. Me oh, I did not. I apologize. <laughs> not on this show. No, I'm not fooling. Two hundred. You see this? You got me right. You said you got me. I, I heard you say it. Yeah, well. He got you back. No, go ahead. You said that. You said that, about age. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter about the age because it, it as far wise as you being younger or older, a lot of people go through life not <clears throat> not really happy about they they weight or something like that or, or the way they dressed. So it doesn't matter about the age. Um, not necessarily because I, me myself, when I was younger, I didn't have to worry about the weight gain and all that stuff because I had a very high metabolism and I was stacked pretty nice when I was younger. I wish I was stacked like that now, but unfortunately, five children later, life happens. (laughs) Oh, yes, it does. Kids. And I don't think it matters with um, age either because it's like different phases of life. We all go through different changes. I mean, I know I did when I was like, um, oh, his called job. When I was a teenager, I went through. I went through like this big growth spurt from I think I was like twelve to thirteen, and I mean, I just like got taller and bigger. And my mother, I remember my mother took me to the doctor. And the doctor, it's just like I had just shot up. And he questioned her, like, like, what are you giving her or something? It, I remember it was really weird. And he's even, and I think I was only like 12, and he's trying to ask me. He's like, well, she's gotten so tall and so much bigger, and, and she just was just here and asking me was I pregnant and stuff like that. That's how fast of a ghost for But after that, I mean, I really stayed the same height after that. Well, I mean... And then what else did I went? I went through through that same growth spurt. I mean, I went through some. Like I've always had thick hair, whatever. My hair had came out. I mean, it grew back like over the the year or whatever. But it, it just everything happened to me at work. So I went through a little crisis myself. I know everybody 
got different stories, but that was terrifying for me. <sighs> so I don't think it matters the age. I f- I feel you on that because I'm nine feet tall. I weigh 852 pounds. I got long, neon green hair. And people be still saying I'm all sexy and stuff. And I be going, I know. I know. Oh, Lord. You really going to have these people thinking you are 852 pounds. I'm 852 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how hard it is to fit in my whole half of the time? I got to get industrial size. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay, we do got some more questions, but we do have a caller on the line that's going to join us. Let's get some on, 850. Hi Welcome. there. Thank you. Glad to be here as well. I have a, a question for the audience, though, since we talked. This is Latresa Jones, and I, I call her. I listen in on a regular basis as often as I can, and I see the, the topic about this body image and social standards. You know, my my thought was, as I've been listening here, do we think, I'm 51, and your body and the metabolism is automatically going to change as you grow older in life. That's just, it, it's just something that you cannot avoid, but you have to pay attention, I think, to being healthy. But what concerns me is that I think we have to have the awareness that when the media is involved in something like this body image and social standards, things, See, my first thought that came to my mind is that the biz, the corporations push this because look at the money that's being made when you start. You know, there was a time, and this is the reality, black people didn't get uh, booty implants, lip implants, breasts, unless they were reducing their breasts as, as far as black women. Now all of a sudden it's become almost like a fad. Um, we used to have to fight. When, and it's not fight, but it was not a thing because we had these voluptuous, sexy lips. We were told by society, oh, y'all lips too big, and better yet, your booty too big. So now all these other things that everybody wants are the things that we already have. So I'm kind of concerned in reference to maybe we as parents are playing into this um, just like like the corporations want us to because remember this is a capitalist country everything that is driven is driven by money in this country and it seems like we are allowing our children and ourselves to fall right into place when we use words like big or fat and heavy you know we don't what about it's just how god made you to be and sometimes people that is just their body i just like to get some feedback from you all Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I have an answer to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, far as you saying about parents playing into it, like far as my daughters, um, mm-hmm. I tell my daughters they're beautiful the way they are, regardless if they're 500 pounds or 90 pounds. Because like I said, I have a daughter that's smaller, mm-hmm. and she wants to be bigger, and I have a daughter that's a little bit chunkier, and she wants to be smaller. And I'm not small. I've mm-hmm. never been small. So it's like I'm happy with who I am inside. So I teach them, you know, but all three of my daughters that they're beautiful regardless. 
mm-hmm. but there is some people out here that you know they'll talk to their kids and be like, you know, you're a little bit too big. I think you should go on a diet. You know what I'm saying? Or you know they talk about their hair, but your hair is nappy. I think you should straighten it and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's some it's somewhat our fault too. Fall into that mm-hmm. category just as well as the media. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Mhm, 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 mhm. So, and I would agree with that. And I think that John had asked a question about the age on social media. I don't think it's the age, as far as this is concerned, because of the fact that, for example, Facebook probably caters to more of. Um, I see more women, and this is just my reality of what I see. You might see something different, but this is, of course, my opinion. And I tend to see that what's happening in our homes is that our mothers are not being mothers, and the message that they're sending to these to their to their daughters and to their sons. You have to remember, a woman is the strongest influence and teacher in the household. The household, she's the strongest. And if I say it's okay, if I go out and I get um. And I'm I'm walking out, and you can't tell the difference between my daughter and myself. For me, you're going to tell the difference because I actually like being mama and grandmama. But I tend to see that it seems like it's a lot of confusion with a lot of the other women as far as what they're teaching their children in reference to um, how to handle themselves. And then it carries on to uh, a larger scale, and that's what Facebook has done, and that's what YouTube actually is doing also. Yeah, I agree Just, with that as well. Mhm, mhm. And what about how do how you know how and do we teach our kids how to handle um, really loving themselves? Because that's what that one mom said about her having her daughter that are different sizes, some are you know are healthy. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure that I don't think it's a competing thing that comes with them. But but children in school nowadays, they're some mean people. Children are mean. They always have mm-hmm. been, but they seem to be a little meaner now. Is that just my consensus, or is that the anybody else's consensus? No, they mm-hmm. are. They attack, are. They attack me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I said, Miss Tigers attacks me all the time. I be minding my own self and be trying to learn and stuff like that. Next thing I know, I'm getting snatched in recess and stuff. It's all bad. So I understand. I did that. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. As far wise as the difference in the generations from the younger mm-hmm. to the older, mm-hmm. I think it's more so on what you eat, how you exercise, what you do on a day to day basis, on on how your body grows. Mhm. 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 Because you understand also that's John, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. But and you also understand how it it is definitely on what your body eats, but also um I think that it's in the healthiness and us having a uh the attitude or the mental concept that we have to stay healthy and we need to continue to practice um, being healthy, but I know I can speak for myself as far as how I did. I was not. We were not taught about 
how our bodies would drastically change as women. See, certain things were not talked about in our communities as black Americans. Like, they didn't talk about menopause and that most people don't. They think it's just a mood swing, but it's not just a mood swing. It's also um, it's, it's your body swing, just like you just mentioned, John. Your body changes. Your metabolism changes. Everything going on on the inside completely changes. Things happen that you like, wow, what happened? Where is this coming from? Because do you all tend to see, like, women, for example, maybe between 45 and 50, and they, they might have their, their stomachs are a little larger than the rest of their bodies, or and they're not pregnant, but they may even look pregnant. And a lot of them are having a lot, like you say, a lot of issues as far as their metabolism and what they're doing. So it's a lot of things that affect a woman. That's, I would say, when you start changing from about 40 to 45 years old, because your body, it does like a 360 on you, and that is the real truth. So who do y'all think goes through more changes? Do you think males go through more changes or females? If I'm going to answer the question, I think that the <laughs> men, I think women definitely go through them. I just think, and men also, but I don't think men talk about it as much as women do. But I, I think, and then another thing you want to talk about is the the mental health. You have to have a healthy mind in order to have a healthy body, because those things all work together. Yeah, that's very true. Your lifestyle, when you get older, it plays a big part in your body. Even things that you've done when you were younger, it catches up mm-hmm. to you when you get older. You know, if you had a rough lifestyle, you never know few years down the road, if things start falling apart and you're wondering, like, what happened? What did you used to, you know, what kind of uh-huh. lifestyle was you living back then? Mm-hmm. 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 That's mm-hmm. exactly it. That's exactly it. All right. So what do you think we can do for to to, to kind of help our, our youth a little bit? Because our youth are in a state of emergency right now. And I, and I say that with um, with all reality because they, they have so many things to be concerned with, you know, as far as um, TV and 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 these these megastars that 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 they feel as though that they they portray. My granddaughter and I give you I give you my granddaughters. I have three granddaughters, and the only thing she talking about how much she loves Beyonce, um, and it, it just kind of makes me think, you know. How do we, as parents and grandparents, it's hard for us to compete with people like that because those are images for them. Those are entertainers. Those mm-hmm. are people that they do want to look like, whether we like it or not. And then just look how provocative that they are. We think, okay, this is okay. No, it's not okay because women in this country still are underpaid. That means your daughters are still going to be underpaid unless we start changing how society looks at women as a whole. So I'm just kind of curious. What do you all think? I think it starts with just teaching. Well, I know me and Panther have daughters, and well, John does too. I think it has to start with teaching them to love themselves, you know, no matter what their shape is. You know, mm-hmm. just start with them themselves and not, you know, tell them, yeah, she may be pretty, she may have a nice body, but you must. 
that doesn't, I mean, and they get caught up in the image itself, but some of these yep. stars behind the scenes, some of them, they got the worst attitude, nasty, you know what I mean? That might You might mm-hmm. see that image and think, they think that, oh, that's a nice person. That's not necessarily true. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know themselves, their own heart, you know, and learn to just, you know, somebody could take their personality over that person in a heartbeat. You never know, but they don't love themselves. It took me a while to learn that, too. So I just think mm-hmm. it starts with teaching them to love themselves. How did you learn to start loving yourself? Out of care? How old are you, can I ask? You're the lady with the children, right? Which one? That just spoke. You're the lady that said that you have yeah. to. Okay. Well, me and Panther got children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. children as well. The one mm-hmm. I was talking about, my oldest daughter and my younger daughter. But okay. I think a, a big issue is people need to teach their children about fantasy and reality. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. looking at these people, seeing them on TV and watching these TV shows and all that, that's all fantasy, not reality. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I teach my children the difference between fantasy and reality. And a lot of people blame fantasy on what's going on now. But if you don't teach your children the difference and you sit your t- your children in front of a TV screen and that's what raises them, mm-hmm. then that's what they're going to think is reality. So, of course, your children are going to fall into <coughs> excuse me, the fantasy that everybody is trying to portray. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, reality... There's a lot of people that aren't built the same. And mm-hmm. me being an African-American female, I'm not small. My my, my bloodline, none of my, my, my aunts, uncles, cousins, none of us are small-built women. So mm-hmm. it's like for me to work on my body, that's fine and well, to be healthy. But for me to be overweight, I'm not unhealthy. You know what I mean? Like my blood mm-hmm. pressure is perfect. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. I'm very active. I can do everything that somebody at 120 pounds can do. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's all about, you know what I'm saying, what you instill in your kids. And as far as, like, there's a lot of people that are still in a certain mentality, I'll say. It passes down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. So once we break mm-hmm. that chain, and then we'll have better offspring. But until then, we're going to have the same thing keep on repeating itself over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Who's going to watch Who's looking forward to Empire? Oh, I am. Me. My, Me. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the reason. This, that was a trick question. <laughs> and why it was a trick question is because that you see the excitement out of I don't know how many people's on the line, but it sounds like at least more than half is gonna watch it. They're gonna set the tone for what's going on, whether we and that is what they do, um how do I say it, subliminally to us? Um just because uh, that desire is there. Huh? Yeah, but T V is so subliminal. The whole, everything yeah. is Yes, yes, and that's how they feed us. They feed us the pretty stars. They take and the the, pre, the nice clothes, the, the the baddest bodies, and that's what we talk about, and that's what most of them will feed off of. So that's just my yeah, my, my two. I'm sorry. 
No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's just my, my, my two cent or my concept and this is for me this conversation is about creating an awareness how easy it is for our youth to be influenced and that's why they've been so successful at doing it. Because you also want to remember as black Americans and as African Americans, we are probably the largest consumers in this country. Mhm. Okay, now getting back on the Empire thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes <laughs> Certain pieces of something that they watch or something that they like is the reason that attracts that person. The reason why mm-hmm. I watch I watch Empire is because mm-hmm. I'm an artist and mm-hmm. I love the music. It has nothing yeah. to do with their clothes or how much money they're making or the the drug affiliation with it. The music is what got me, and I'm gonna keep on listening to it because I like mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the art that they give. But, mm-hmm. yeah, people are very, very easily manipulated by things that they like. So, yeah, mm-hmm. in a sense, you are right as well about that. But everything isn't a negative. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not a negative. It's about consciousness. Consciousness is neg- never a negative. Ever, ever, ever. Everything has a lesson to be learned if you are conscious that there is a lesson to be learned. And it goes back to what you said. It goes back to what, how how you raise your children. And when you instill those things in them, just like you pull out what you like. For me, for example, I don't own a television in my home. I have children, and most of my children are grown, and I have grandchildren as well. But I do know for a fact what we put in our children's minds what we allow them to watch, just like one of the other ladies said on television, it does send a message subliminally because that is what this this country feeds off of. How do we get more money, these people to spend more money? And then it becomes a conversation. So it's not a personal thing. It's about consciousness. Consciousness and awareness is what it is. When you're aware of something, like if you're walking down the street and you know it's a, a pit bull that's usually in this house on the corner, you know he's usually there, but you don't see him in the yard and the and the gate is open. You know it's there, so you're going to be consciously aware of walking in that area, and that's what that comment was about. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take your advice on that the next time I walk past my neighbor's yard. I should have thought about that yesterday. Now I ain't got no pants. It ripped my pants. She's <laughs> 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 <is> a trip. <laughs> All right, we got, um, let me get this other caller on real quick. All right, we'll come. Where am I? Okay. Let's get this. Let me get 760. You are on the line. All right, then. Okay, 773. You are on the line. Hello? Hello. Hello? What's up? What's up? How's it going? Oh, hey, how are you? I'm holding up. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And who are we talking to? Jamil Mosley, a.k.a. Mr. One and Only, slash Mills. Okay. 
So what do you think about our topic tonight? Um, I think the difference between the, the fantasy and the reality. What was that? Fantasy and reality. Okay, what well, what's the it? difference between fantasy and reality to you? Oh, okay. Well, my input, well, my input between the fantasy and reality is the um, the fantasy that we live in, or that's currently on um, the world right now. It's become it it's become a reality. Well, it starts as um, music, um, make believe music, um, which is a fantasy. It's become a reality, and I think, well, to me, though, uh, I think the um, the youth has um becoming um becoming um too much of a of the local um, and I just to me I just I just blame I just blame um, the rap game with all the music and the movies and stuff of that matter. Well, let let me ask, let me ask you a question. When you listen to when you listen to to rap or to R and B to whatever type of music you can listen to, do you take any? What type of message do you take from it? Do you think that they do you think that they portray it in a way to you where it's real, or do you think that it's just something to listen to? To be honest, I think I think um. To be honest, I think it's um I listen to both, but but more than um more more than likely it's 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 a little bit it's 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 more of an R it's it's more an R and B than um than the hip hop. To me, some artists some artists just make music just for people to listen to and get money off of it. Like some of them just rap about almost anything. So what do you rap about, two hundred? I don't rap. You don't rap? Nope. I I'm like I'm musically like instrumental. Oh, okay. Uh, how do you guys feel about social media? Huh? Well, how do you guys feel about social media? You guys? Could y'all hear him? He said, what do y'all feel about social media? To me, social media is like one of those type things that can either help somebody's life or destroy somebody's life. Like, mm-hmm. those of me, it's actually, like, one of those perm- permanent books that will never go away, will never, that will never, like, go away. anything you write is there forever. So, 
Cleveland, but it's there in the system forever. So, to me, social media isn't really the thing for anybody to, like, share, like, personal info on because once it's on social media, it's on there. And it's, and it's the, the one thing you said is expanding. Mm-hmm. And so many, okay. so many people are stuck in that. So many people are always on social media all the time. So imagine if it gets to the wrong person and boom. Or it might go to the right person and your career gets high. Goes higher, or if it goes to the wrong person, it goes down. It just depends on who who's out there looking at what you're doing. Do you think? Do you guys think when it comes to social media? Um, do you guys think that how you how you portray yourself changes? Let's say that you're on Facebook and you get a thousand likes and a hundred comments or whatever the case may be. Do you do your attitude changes about yourself? To me, to me like people at my school, they they like to talk about Vine and how they're Instagram famous, how they're Vine famous, but inside like they're the same person, so they got that I guess they got so famous off of being themselves. Like the only thing that will probably change is that attitude is that probably that attitude as I'm better than you or that attitude as I'm doing something. What about you? Type of attitude. Okay. Let's get this other caller on the line before we close out in a few and see what they have to say. 760, you are on the line. Seven six zero. All right, they don't want to talk, so... Seven six zero. Right, don't so. don't feel bad. I don't bite. I don't bite. That's <laughs> Panther. She bites me. I swear. I, I that that ain't me. My bad. <laughs> don't be telling me she swear that I be biting you. <laughs> no, see, look, no, I didn't see. Uh, uh, my bad. Okay. Did you just have? Did you just have one of those? This is awkward moments. This is awkward. Yep. <laughs> out in a few minutes, but let's sum this up. So what do you so what do you think by okay Charity, as you being a dad for your daughter, what would you do if your daughter if you noticed your daughter had like a weight problem? How would you approach it without, you know you know, being rough or anything? You know what I'm saying? Well, as a father, she was, she was. You keep cutting me. 
No, go ahead. I go did ahead. not cut you off. Mm-mm, no, I did not. Mm-mm. I would like for you to finish that sentence for my safety, please. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I mean, this, and I'm going to ask Panther, too, coming from my mother, but coming from my father's perspective, like, say you knew for a fact your daughter was a little bit overweight, and how would you gently approach it to, like, as a concerned parent, but you didn't want to hurt her feelings and get her, you know, trapped up. That's how some of the teens they get. Some parents don't know how to talk to their kids correctly, and then you know they'll just straight instead of just saying, you know, being gentle about the little weight gain. They just like, look, you, you look, you fat. You were getting so fat. I'm tired of buying you clothes. You're getting fatter and fatter. How would you, as a father, how would you approach that to your child? <laughs> I had a smart comment right there. <laughs> that was just too easy. Can't hear you. You sound like you're muffled. I can you hear me correctly right now? Yeah. All right, the first thing I would do is, seeing as though I'm the provider of her of her eating and stuff like that, I will automatically change her diet, give her vegetables and stuff like that. But I was, I will also keep her active as far as is doing, have her doing stuff that she already loves to do as far as is exercising, be it some type of sport or ballet or whatever the case may be keep her keep her motivated in the stuff that she already likes to do and i would sit down and i was and i have a i would have a a real discussion with her with my see with my daughter what i have with her already since i started when she was a little baby is i have reality hour and during that reality hour, we can sit down and talk to, even though she's three, four, five years old, I sit down and I talk to my daughter like she's a real adult. So, therefore, in the future, anything that she needs to discuss with me at any point in time, she knows that I'm already here. And, therefore, we can already sit down and talk on whatever the situation is. I do that with my nieces as well. That's a good thing. A lot of people don't have, I should say, a lot of teens don't have that. And there's, a lot of them don't even have a relationship with their parents at all. So, you know, a lot of that comes into play. Okay, so, Panther, how would you handle handle that? Okay, I'm sorry, I was needed. How I have handled that was, me and my daughter, my daughter walks a lot. <laughs> Her and my mother, they walk a whole lot. And um, so we would walk, and you know what I'm saying? She started to see herself losing weight, so then she would walk better distances. And, I mean, it's all about you approaching your child with the same dignity and respect as you would want back, basically. Mm-hmm. And hope that, you know what I'm saying, they continue to do, you know what I'm saying, the things that you instilled in them. And still make them, not make them, but, you know what I'm saying, show them that you care about them. Because some people, 
<clears throat> children think that, you know what I'm saying, they're, that their parents just say stuff just to say it or because they're trying to be ignorant or mean. So you got to show them that, you know what I'm saying, at that moment, you know what I'm saying, you're their friend as well as their parent. You know what I'm saying? So, especially, and my daughter lost a lot of weight. She lost, like, what, like 80 pounds? But she had a baby, oh, and that's wow. all. Done and over with. So, oh, wow. So it came back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like both of your responses, though. I mean, that's you, you the responses from YouTube, but, you know, the, the youth, the teens that don't have that, you know, I feel bad for them. Because even stories that my um, my 17-year-old comes home and tells me about some of her friends, you know, some of the stuff they deal with, you know, for those of you that have a parent, have a relationship with your parent, a good relationship, you need to really treasure that. Because I think that plays a big part, you know, in helping build your self-esteem and everything. And I would just feel bad for kids that don't really have that and they just get beat down, talk to like their dogs, and then that just lowers their self-esteem. And then in the meantime, they're trying to live up to this social image. And that's a lot for a teenager to take on, you know. And then if they don't have anybody to really talk to about it, I just think it's a lot. You know, that's just my opinion. But uh, it's really heavy out there, and I didn't realize how heavy it was. And just and my daughter's a junior junior and just some of the stuff she comes home and tells me and I'm like wow even how some of the kids talk I'm like I, I don't think I could do if I was that if some of these kids some of these girls especially how they just how they run their mouths it's just it's crazy for sure yeah um does anybody else have anything to say regarding this? Because we need to close out in a minute. Oh, I enjoy it myself. I'm glad to have 200 on my back. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Shout out to 200. <laughs> you ever need me to pop up my hole, I got you. This is only one one show you got saved on. That's it. That's it. No more. So cherish yeah, it. Two hundred is cool in my book. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> and two hundred, two hundred. You got anything to say? Being the younger, the younger generation on the line. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I got it. I got it. 200, if you had to say something to, to your peers right now on the spot to keep them motivated and keep them going in a positive way, what would you say to them? Like, and like, like, which? Towards, which? towards, towards anything, anything. Doesn't matter. Oh. Well, like, if it's like a specific field that I'm really good at, I would probably get them, like, tell them to do some research on that specific field or, like, try to get better at what they do 
at it, but like what they're doing, like what they're doing now, probably won't get them as big in the future. Like having low self esteem, you gotta like build that up. So you just gotta. To me, I'm just only thing I can do. Like the rest is up for the adults. Because the only thing I can do as a concerned friend is be there when they need them, when they need me the most. That's the only thing I could probably do. Awesome response. Well, I would like to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Kyrie, do you have anything to say? Because I know you'd be like, what about me? Got my hand up. So, Cody, you got me. I would like to thank everyone who came to the show. I'd like to thank everyone who has listened. I'd like to thank the panel. And I can tell you right here, right now, that I have learned a lot in this past hour. So, thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you, and just tune in to the rest of our shows, honeyjetradio.com. Sign up for our site. You can see an update of our shows for this week. And good night. This is a J. Brown exclusive. Our remix for 2014 for the staff at UMMC. Give it up. <laughs> Told y'all I'd do it, Julie. Got you second-guessing me now. Been down a while. This for all the people that helped me out. Y'all check me out. Yeah, told you I'll be back. Thought I was a goner, now you gotta take it back. Girl, you gotta take it back, cause I'm gonna make a fact. I ain't giving up that easy, I ain't never put you that. Thought I dropped, thought I stopped. Watch me struggle at the bottom, now you see me on the top. I'm just trying to clear my name, change the name of the game. Make all these cops stop looking at me strange. Steady riding, steady striving. No lying, no compromising in this deal. Gotta stay real, gotta be chill. You gotta know exactly how I really feel. For real, the deal's real. I'm going for the charts. Kind of rough start, but I always have the smart. You gotta admit it, it's a good fight of thought. You said I'm never make it, well, that is what you thought. Yeah, gotta make it. Gotta make it. Gotta make it. I gotta make this happen, baby. Gotta make it. Gotta make it. I gotta make it. I gotta make this happen, baby. Fighting for years, blood, sweat, and tears. Never knowing what's next, how far, how near, how high, how low. Should I stay or should I go? But I want the world to know. What you wanna let them know? That I try my best, try my best to succeed. My mama always told me be the best that you can be. You can be anything. 